Meltdown presents The Disney Click with Rick and Briars. This podcast is sponsored by Meltdown Comics and Collectibles in Hollywood, California. Find Meltdown on MeltComics.com. Hello and welcome to another week of the Disney Click with your hosts, myself, Briars. And I'm Rick. Welcome back, guys. Welcome. Today we have a uh, spirited show for you. Is that a fair way to put it? That sounds about right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have two two segments today uh, that I think are near and dear to our hearts. Uh, mm-hmm. First up, we have our, the Disney List, which is a uh, discussion, the top five favorite Pixar characters. And you can tweet us your own top five at hashtag top five Disney click. So be sure to tweet us as you're listening along. And we also have a a new segment called Make Your Case. And we're tackling the very complex, lengthy, uh, heated issue of Disneyland versus Disney World. And that's going to be... It's going to be interesting, I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. So uh, shall we get started, Briars? Let's do it. Okay. And now, the, the Disney, Disney List. Okay, our first segment today is the Disney List, and we are doing top five Disney Pixar characters. So we've chosen our top five Disney Pixar characters from any of the 15 films that have been released so including sequels and this can be any character doesn't need to be the main hero or heroine you said you said earlier disney pixar and that's what they call it but i still in my mind it's see pixar, pixar differently than than disney yeah. so it just kind of i mean it's it's a right it's a legal thing they yeah. own it yeah well it's there I know, it's Pixar's theirs. the one doing the heavy lifting well, let's right. be real well i mean disney puts a fine product as well in their yes, animated films but, but pixar is a little bit different disney so. needed Pixar, I oh, think that's, right. that's another a, day. Another top for another. That that Let's seems to be our talk quote about lately. Their excellent it's characters. Like, yes, yes. Another another top for another day. We we say that quite a bit so far. Yes. Um, so would you like to start us out with sure. your number five? I will start us I'm out. I'm interested to. I'm a big Pixar fan. Uh, yeah, that and hasn't been made clear. Briars Briars is definitely the the I I love Pixar, but Briars takes it to another level. It's, it's a passion. Uh, yeah. of mine. I would definitely say that this is where. One They're flawless as a though. company. Oh, there they you can go. do no wrong. Yes. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> see. Cars, cars too? Um, it's, it had some great moments. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And as an espionage film, it still is pretty brilliant. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, number five. So number five for me is Bruce the Shark from Finding Nemo. Oh, okay. Uh, I love the character design of him. He's so menacing and is the perfect opposite to what he's trying to, to be, which is friendly to fish you know mm-hmm. um everybody remembers you know fish are our friends not oh food. my gosh it's quoted yeah. constantly yeah. with good re- it's hilarious yeah and uh barry humphreys is a voice from for uh for bruce also known as dame edna i believe and uh, i just think he's he, when i think nemo of course i think all the characters mm-hmm. but the image of bruce's big teethy toothy teethy toothy smile yeah. In front of little, you know, little Dory, it, it, yeah. it's it's uh, 
it sticks in my head and he's just he plays it perfectly and that i really such clever storytelling yeah. i mean you i remember you first meet a shark and you're like oh good oh goodness we know where this is going and it's so unexpected and then they're in you know their version of aa or you know abstaining from eating fish and it's really right. clever right. and yeah he brought he brought that character to life i think that was work i think that was the scene where i was hooked yeah. Pun intended mm. on Finding well Nemo. When, when that when that happened, I, I discovered I really enjoyed that film. I, I've seen it quite a bit now, and mm-hmm. probably don't need to see it again because I've seen it so many times. Never but say never. Never say never. But uh, Bruce is a big reason why I uh, really like that film. That's great. What's your What's your number five? My number five. And once again, I want to I want to point out that we haven't discussed this yes. ahead of time. So this is surprise. Right. Right. My number five is. From Ratatouille, and it is Anton Ego, the food critic. <laughs> Good choice. Good choice. And I'm not a big Ratatouille fan. It's not one of my favorite yeah. films, full disclosure. I still like Briars because of that fact. I, I, I love Ratatouille. So that's a oh, yes. Yeah. Surprising. We've talked about this before. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really appreciate it. But that, we're getting right, off topic. Right. Go, ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I, I still, it's a fine film. It's just not one of my top Pixar films. But I just, Anton Ego, I think. I most appreciate, first of all, it's a brilliant performance by Peter O'Toole, not to name drop an Oscar winner here, but they, it's this character that you think is, again, it's that surprise that they bring with the storytelling. You think it's just a bad guy, and in this moment that he eats the ratatouille, and he goes back to his childhood, and you get this flashback, and it's just brilliant storytelling, and it it makes him a real person versus a character versus a two-dimensional character and I think he's just really interesting you leave not disliking him you like him and his he has such a short part in the film but that uh critic what his write-up in the paper for the restaurant is so so well done well he's he's kind of a driving factor for why you know Remy and company have to be so good he he is um the the, the critic Mm-hmm. is is a driving factor and so he has to be good he has to be menacing mm-hmm. he has to have this toughness but it's also good enough to pull off the end of connecting mm-hmm. to his, his mom's dish and yeah and really and the physicality yeah. they give him this towering presence he's very slender he looks like he doesn't eat but he's a food critic right. the irony the snooty the snooty yeah, look yeah, and the yeah. way he tucks into the dish it's just so well done and right. i love that he has such a, it's a, such a small part but he really makes an impact right similar to bruce yeah yeah, I. Let's not agree too much. Let's not make no, a okay, habit yeah, here of agreeing too fighting. much. Okay. Why don't you give right. your number four? My, I'll probably um, disagree. Okay. Well, I, let's <laughs> find out. Actually, it's Pixar. Yeah, I'll probably she'll love. She'll love everything. Maybe love it a little <laughs> less, but my number four is Edna Mode from from The Incredible. Interesting. I think um, you know I don't I I don't care that much about fashion or anything like that, but she's such a good. She's wonderful. Opposite to to what Mr. Incredible represents. She's all about perfection, precision, and Mr. Incredible is all about just getting there and get the job done. You know, the suit, okay, the suit's important, but a rip here, and she's so fashion forward, and she she just has this. I, I read somewhere she was a mix, she's supposedly a mix between mm. uh, Japanese and German character. And then the famous uh, costume designer to the stars. Yeah, I'm trying and to blank I'm, you know, I want to say right. Edith something 
I knew this. I just had yes, this, but okay. Yeah. Well, well, no. Um, and voiced by Brad Bird, which the another director right, of the film. Right. I love it. Yep. And he was not supposed to do it. It was a scratch performance. They, they couldn't find and, anybody to do it. But I can't imagine anyone else doing right. the voice. Right. It's just to to hear her talk. It, it just I think it really brings a spark to the scenes with the uh, with the family, and and she's just she's so matter of fact and blunt, yet has that that style, that panache that, mm-hmm. that you just love. With, Every with the line right. is so humorous. Yeah. Okay, so full disclosure, we did not plan ahead, but Edna's my number four as wow, well. I'm not okay. literally my number four. Ugh, we're in agreement. <laughs> what to do? Something's wrong with this yes. world. <laughs> this is crazy. No, so why, why you? Why? I mean, it's everything you said. Mm-hmm. And again, kind of speaking to every character we've said so far, she has a fairly small part in the film, but really makes an impression mm-hmm. Every line you can quote back from the second her scene starts and uh, she's in the film, it adds this new this new energy is brought to the film right. just from this tiny little character who is a true character. She's just got so much going on. Right. And it says a lot that that's the character I pick from The Incredibles because Incredibles is one of my all-time favorite Pixar movies and there's so many mm-hmm. fun characters there. Yeah. But for some reason, she's the one she's... when we when we started discussing about the Ugh. Pixar characters, she's what came to mind. Her stance, yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. She's wonderful. Yeah, so. So fun that she was our four. Well, mm. great minds think alike sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead with All your right. number, number three. number three. We made this Moving easy. Along. Number three is, is sort of, uh, I wonder what you're going to say about this. Okay. Um, Another Finding Nemo character mm. or, or characters. It's interesting. I guess I really is that one of your favorite films uh, of Pixar. It's up there. It's up there. Okay. I don't when I when I ask to recite my top three, it it, it changes that's, from time to time. That's I understand the beauty that. of right. Pixar. It's like picking a favorite child. Well, there's there's some that are definitely near the bottom. Okay. We, but but Finding Nemo regularly finds its way into the top five. Mm-hmm. And uh, the this character, these characters, the seagulls from Pixar. Uh-huh. I love that. I, that's one of, <laughs> I don't generally laugh out loud in the movies. The it's mind, really, mind. Yeah, the yes, mind, yeah, my yeah, mind. Yeah, it's yeah. really, it's really. Or at Disneyland, yes, you, and, I can't walk by without laughing right, when the, I hear that. And I, I don't generally laugh out loud at movies. You know, rare occasion here and there. But I remember very distinctly seeing Finding Nemo and the first time I heard them say, mine, 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 it, it just was uh, so spot on. Yeah. And just laughed so loudly mm-hmm. when they start that. And, you know, I went back and watched the scene where um, the pelican is trying to help out, you know, the fish <laughs> finding Dory. Wants, and, yeah, wants yeah. directions, yeah. And, and the, they're the giving seagulls, him nothing. Well, the seagulls just, but the seagulls, in this scene, they're on the dock, and the seagulls just are gathering, like, <laughs> ominously around them, saying, mine, mine, and, and the pelican's kind of looking around and sees them coming. You know, it's they're scavengers. And, yes. And, you know, he scoops them up into his beak and, and whisks them away. But these seagulls are numerous, and, and just, they're just so cool. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's strange to say, Characters who have one word, one word, that's all they say. But I think it's what makes Pixar, Pixar so great. Yeah. That's it's, a perfect it's example. It's brilliant yeah. that those are characters that stand out and yeah. do so little but bring so much yeah. humor, the, you know, the Australian setting. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your that's what's wonderful. your number three? We don't have the same one on that one, do we? No, no, no. Okay. That's a great that's a great choice though. That's I hadn't even like thought of them. Um my number three is from a film that is extremely underappreciated, just to put that out there. 
from A Bug's Life. As soon as you said that, I I knew what you were going to say. Go watch it if you're listening. Well, on Rotten Tomatoes, Tomatoes, by the way, it's something like 92%. It's in the 90s. It blows my mind that it's considered, you know, a flop under the under the Pixar it's a flop it is to pick for Pixar it's they skip over mentioning it you know when they're promoting when they were promoting the Incredibles they would literally say Toy Story and skip right over it is Bugs Life in your top three films uh, it's hard because of the Toy Story movies right (laughs) there weren't three of them it would be okay okay complicates things I'm sorry so go ahead uh, and it is Hopper voiced by Kevin Spacey Again, not to name drop an Oscar winner, but I can't help it. Um, he, this, I just, I love that this is a, a villain, but who is hysterical. It's such a funny part. All of his lines, he's so deadpan and his, his speeches he makes to the ants about, about the, the cycle of life. But then he, his biggest fear is, is uh, birds and they turn that against him. But he has the best lines I think Kevin does an incredible performance, and every scene he's in, I just, I mean, I love the entire film, but I i love Hopper. I think he's just a great character. Yeah, I i, I like him. He's hes a memorable enough villain. I, I partially suffers from A Bug's Life not being my favorite, one of my favorite Pixar films. I know. Gotta rewatch but it. I, but I will say one character I considered for this list who didn't quite make it was Francis the Ladybug. So I, there is... I could have picked any of the circus the, characters. Right. Because they're so distinct yeah. and funny. Yeah. The Heimlich Francis. and the Fleas and Ugh. Flick. I mean, they're yeah. all they're all good characters. I just as a whole, the movie didn't come together. But Hopper, I, I do like Hopper. I mean, the characters are so hard. There's, there's very few characters that I can say I'd out and out dislike in a right right so it was tough picking but it was fun to kind of dig through and see which ones really connected for us and which ones made an impression and hopper and i again if you rewatch the film stay through the credits this was when pixar still did their outtakes and had the the characters in the film act like they were actors and hopper's hopper's outtakes with uh julia louis dreyfus who plays um aunt the uh, princess ada Mm -hmm. Are hysterical. She's like pretending she's cutting up and like finding him funny, and she's like, "I need, I need a break in my trailer." And it's just so spot on to how films are actually made. And that was, I wish they still did those outtakes. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, I didn't think they don't really do that. They anymore, stopped. Do they? Yeah, it was kind of a cut off after I think Toy Story Two. Yeah, it's been a while since long. I've seen no, it. Yeah, no. so, bring okay. it back. If you're listening, <laughs> Pixar, bring back the outtakes. Maybe they'll they'll blow. We have sway. Uh, <laughs> so your number two. My number two. This is one that I think. It could be on, on Briar's list, but maybe not. I, I don't mm. know. Maybe not. Um, Doug from Up. Mm. Doug from Up. He is... Great character. Um, I, I like dogs. Not quite to the level of Briar's. Briar's Love loves dogs. dogs. I they, don't love everything. Disclaimer. I have things I dislike. They they capture They capture what you think a dog is thinking mm-hmm. or saying. And I think everybody who thinks of Up, after they think of that first, you know, 20 minute, 20 minutes of the right, movie, right. the sequence, the next thing they probably think is Squirrel, mm-hmm. right? And, and that electronic yeah. collar that changes his, right. ac- or his, uh, what language he's yeah, speaking. I think he says, I just, I just met you and I love mm-hmm. you. I just, he, he's everything that is good about dogs mm-hmm. and, and it's brought to life as only Pixar seems to be able to do mm-hmm. in a lot of cases. Uh, he's just such a sweet, fun, great character in an otherwise good, good movie. Not my favorite movie, but 
um, I love Doug in that movie. Mm-hmm. And also voiced, I believe, by someone Bob who Peterson. worked on the film, not um, not an actor. Bob Peterson. Which I love. I love when that happens mm-hmm. just organically, that they're like, we're not really finding something that's being brought. And I can't imagine an, another Doug. And I love that it's what's kind of Bob, happenstance. Bob Peterson, writer of Finding Nemo, A Bug's Life, Toy Story 2, Up, and the upcoming The Good Dinosaur. So that that's pretty that's pretty cool to be able yeah. to voice actor on a on a film you're involved with and also write all these great Pixar movies. So what a, Doug to is be so talented. Yeah, oh Doug Doug is great. a great character. So. Oh, yes, I agree. And and you're number two. Yeah, he's not on my list, but okay. I agree. All right, okay. My number two is another villain. Obviously, I have it out for the villains. I think I love that Pixar humanizes them, and you see why they are the way they are versus just being like, "That's a bad guy. This is a good person." So my number two is from a Toy Story film, Toy Story 3, Lotso. Full name, Lotso Huggin' Bear. And he smells like strawberries. And you can buy them in the parks, buy a Lotso, and he does actually, it's not strawberry, but they gave him a scent. So I love the voice work by Ned Beatty. I don't want to mess that, butcher that. Um, I think he's got that southern... And you you first meet him and you think he's friendly and then he's kind of two-sided. But you learn his backstory. that He was abandoned and it, it kind of all makes sense. So, yeah, he's he's definitely bad and controlling and making bad decisions. But is Ned Beatty an Oscar winner too, by the way? You've mentioned – I don't know if he know, is or I, not. He, it just seems to I ring a bell to me. Yeah, he's definitely I don't probably know. been up I don't, for it. Right. Yeah. As an aside. but Very talented and a yes. huge body of work okay. regardless. Yep. Um, but just – so such a again a character he comes on screen and he's kind of one of the only stuffed animals um in that world and he's their leader he's got a cane and he's been battered and i just i love him i think he's great i I love toy story 3 i love all the toy story movies i should say Uh, i'm not gonna i'm not going to disagree that he isn't a good character but i will say that as far as villains go um he doesn't stick out in my mind he's to his character design Sticks mm-hmm. out in my mind, but his how he is, what he says, doesn't stick out in my mind. Yeah. So that's not to say I, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I dislike him. That's not right. at all. I just I think there's better. I think Hopper's a more memorable villain mm-hmm. for me than mm. than Lotso. Interesting. Is. But, I think I like too what the other characters say about him is very comical. Right. <laughs> they think he's so friendly because of his smell and right. I don't know. I, I just I no. It's yeah. It's a yeah. It's an it's, it's hard an for opinion. Pixar to do wrong and absolutely. And I do, uh, you know, when I see the pink bear, I know it's Lotso. I, I get that. I guess I'm and just it associating. It was a real toy. This I did not know. Was it really? Of, you can YouTube. Go on YouTube. Search Lotso Hug and Bear. I found the old like 1980s really? ad. I did not know that. It blew my really? mind. No, yeah, same color. I couldn't. I mean, almost all the toys That's, in the film yeah. are, are real, but I thought Lotso, I just figured, I, he's so creative. I just thought, oh, this pink bear must be made up. Actual, real animal. And kind of Does he smell like strawberries? commercials are a little, I think he might. Okay. I need to refresh myself on that. But the commercials are a little eerie. They're like at night and the kids are hugging him. He might even glow or something. It was a little, like the children are... <laughs> So that kind of, but the it stra- worked. With, the it strawberry worked smell will be the last smell you, you <laughs> smell before you die. That kind of commercial. <laughs> kind, mm-hmm. I okay. guess. Uh-huh. Or, you know, kids that are horrified, they make it through the night. Oh, there's a lot of Lotso. toys out there that can horrify kids. But Lotso yeah. is not one who I would think. But these commercials, maybe it's just the graininess because right. of when they were made and right. having them put on YouTube. Okay. Go on YouTube. It was 
it was eye-opening. I thought he was made up as well. Okay, well. So he's real to give him more layers. That's good. I'm going to go check that out after the podcast. My number number one, one. My number one. I'm going easy on this one. I'm going obvious on this one. Sheriff Woody Pride. Woody... From Toy Story one, two, three, all the all the uh, you know specials, he is what made me realize how good Pixar was or could be. When I first saw him, I was working in a movie theater at the time when Toy Story, the first Toy Story, came out, and Tom Hanks's voice perfect, interaction with Buzz Lightyear and the other toys perfect. Um, you are not a toy. I'm not saying it as, as you are a toy. <laughs> Yeah. Just great. Mm -hmm. And he, to me, is what renewed my faith in Disney movies or Pixar movies at the time Mm -hmm. as an adult. And he is Pixar to Mm -hmm. me. So I know it's I know it's kinda obvious, but that's that's what I had to go with. Number one. This is disturbing. (laughs) You're known so many levels. Your number one as well? My number one is Woody. Okay. He's my favorite. And it was that was the one, you know, the rest I was shuffling them around, but I had no question it would be Woody. I didn't have any I knew it was might have been obvious or was definitely from a more memorable film, but I, it was going to be Woody from, from the And why, why is that? Why Woody? I, I mean, the, the voice performance, again, from, from Tom Hanks is perfect. I think what I love about Woody is that in each of the three films, and there's another coming out, so see, I'm nervous. I want, I have such hopes for it. He, Wait, anyway, I got to say our line. This is another conversation yes, for another yes, podcast. We'll ta- we got to talk about that fourth because I got thoughts. Um, he, he has so much growth in each film and it's so distinct what's happening. You know, in the first film, he's going through the, his first rejection from Andy and he's had this perfect relationship with Andy. And then in the second film, he's considering maybe there's something else out there. I can have this other life and it's Buzz bringing him back. And then the third, it's it's growing up, and he's the one leading the charge, leading the other toys, and he's always he's the heart the heart and soul of those films, and, and the they're heart my and soul the heart and soul of Pixar. Absolutely, mm-hmm. that's so, so. It's a sentimental pick. He he deserves it on mm-hmm. his own, but I think he represents Pixar Absolutely. in my mind. There's this great John Lasseter story. He said when they were making the first one, that they worked for years and years on it with such a labor of love and felt such a connection to the to the toys and the characters. And he was at an airport and saw this little boy waiting on his dad to greet his dad. And he had his Woody doll. And he remembered thinking, they're not, they're not ours anymore. They belong to the world and all the children. You know, everyone gets to experience these toys mm-hmm. now. And I feel like those, to- you know, Woody and Buzz and the original, the early films really, you know, are, are in the Disney pantheon of characters, yeah. the greats. And yeah. we'll stick around well we've also had the the longest time to to get it stuck in our brain I, right time will tell about some of the newer ones coming. yeah exactly you know, I, I but i think these know. won't these i don't think they can go away and they're newer generations they're making right. the same impact woody and buzz lightyear will, will be there for mm-hmm. for a long time if not forever i just i'm not going to put them mickey mouse level but they're pretty mm-hmm. strong as far as what we associate with pixar and disney now disney yeah so you know hard to beat woody hard hard to hard to beat <sighs> Great. Buzz and all the Toy Story games. Listen to you've got a friend wow. in me. And <laughs> so wait, I, I, I'm a little disturbed that that we agreed so much. I so that, I think on we, the same, I know, the same too. Two, I mean, two it wasn't same. even like we had him. We in don't talk spots. about this. Yeah, I feel like people are going to think we're li- we are honest right. people. We well, did not plan this. Friars, let's mess that up right now and, okay. and change that and yeah, go, go to our next some segment of Make Your Case. Mm-hmm. 
Next up, make your case. All right, guys. So this is a segment called Make Your Case. This is something where uh, Briars and I pick a side on a certain topic and argue our case. And um, today we're, we're doing Disneyland versus Disney World. Uh, I should say ahead of time, this might spoil a little bit, we, we both have love for both parks. Mm-hmm. But I think Briars comes from a point where Disney World is still her, her thing. Right now, that's that's what she <laughs> really associates a lot of her childhood with, and and that sort of thing. And and even though I grew up a little bit more on Disney World, I'm a convert to to Disneyland. So I'm going to be taking the the spot, the position of Disneyland, and Briars has got Disney World. Good and luck. I, will I need it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to start. The listeners out there are like, oof. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let uh, Briars go first here on attractions. So round one, ring, round, the, yeah, yeah. ring the bell. State your case on attractions. Mm-hmm. And, and I might interrupt you at yeah, some point, mm-hmm. just to give you warning here. Fine, that's fine, okay. yes. So I, I should, yeah, apologize if I get long-winded because I'm discussing Walt Disney World. So there, there are a lot of attractions. Oh, AKA, AKA not Walt's Park. Just named after him. Well, just his vision. Walt wanted Walt Disney World to exist. He was, he did plan it. Did he envision uh, Animal Kingdom and and no, but I Disney think he, Studios? No, but I think okay. he would be. That's all I just wanted to say. No, I think he would be happy that that turned out. That he'd, be, way. he'd be happy with uh, Disney Studios right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think the fact that there is a Disney okay. Studios right. and they're 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 I'm working trying, on it. I'm trying to bait Briar. She's not taking it. She's she's very composed here. Oh no, I'm oh, good. Okay. I feel. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I got the easy. I drew. I drew the long straw. <laughs> so I'm good. Okay. Well, well what about attractions? This. What what attractions? Like I said, in? give me <laughs> attractions or shows and and rides. And rides. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to just to clarify, um, Walt obviously first first had Disneyland built, and he commissioned the creation of Walt Disney World to fix what he saw as flaws in land. So. Land is wonderful, like you've stated, that we, we both love it. I love it. But his, he felt that it was too small, that it couldn't expand as much as he saw it expanding. You know, he had a, a grander vision a la Magic Kingdom, um, you know, or these parks, these other parks um, growing. And that's why there are now four parks, two water parks. That's what he wanted was a, a bigger world experience. And the tunnel system being more extensive and going underneath all the parks. He wanted for people to come and the magic to really be be magical and for things to be hidden, for creature, or creatures, for characters um, to are not the be tun- seen. Are the tunnels in every park? Are they in every every park? As far as I know, okay. yes, yeah. Okay. They're throughout the entire, the, all of world. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's, it's more, it's, very, it's well planned, is right, what you're saying, over Disneyland. Yes, okay. and a lot more land was bought. It was just... It was it was kind of a, a redo. It's like okay, we have this this great park. Let's do it again, just a little okay, but, better. But okay, talk so to yeah. you getting off. You're, Sorry, no, I wasn't getting off. Give me no, the attractions. Just, just laying the groundwork, okay, okay. just like Walt. Just, okay, yeah. Just, I think you're going to some of your strengths. I want to see the attractions no, no. part. Okay. Oh, the attractions are a strength, I oh, think, okay. because there are so many. Show me, tell me. Um, right. So I kind of wanted to. Uh, because I, there is an overlap, at least with Magic Kingdom and Disneyland, there's an overlap of a lot of rides. So I just wanted to mention things that were different, you know, that a reason to go to World, something you're going to get that, you know, you can't get at land. Starting with Cinderella's Castle, it's 
it's a little bigger. The first thing you're going to notice walking, if you've been to both parks, you go to Magic Kingdom, it's bigger, it's grander. It has that awe factor. It's a pretty incredible uh, sight, and it looks like a really authentic castle. And you can actually stay there. I think it's incredibly, you have to be very special to stay there or I, have I, a lot of fun. I will, I, will I will give you Cinderella's castle is grander and, and, and more impressive, but there's something... I'm going to go use nostalgia a little bit here. And I, I so if I'm going to preempt cop you before out. you say cop out or that's sleeping what you're beauty. Going. It's but, sleeping beauty. Well, no offense you to don't her, love but sleeping she's beauty asleep the entire time. The, the castle is Walt's castle. It is, it's quaint. It's cool. But he it's also not, had I mean, a hand in Cinderella's castle. Okay, fair enough. I'm and not, Cinderella I, 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 is and, and, the princess, this is not the, the main princess. Right, this, this isn't the point. This isn't the point for me to, for me to, to argue. I, I, I might lose this one a little bit. Right, but, and I okay. wouldn't go off the castle. I'm just saying it is, okay, fair it is enough. a better visual. Fair enough. Uh, the In Magic Kingdom, there's also the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, which is a really fun attraction. It really is. Okay, going back to Pixar already. But it's a really, there's a small equivalent of it at land, um, Turtle Talk with Crush. But it's just. I, I've never done Monsters Laugh Floor, so I can't. Okay. All I can do is comment on what I see people say about it in the online community. And it, it gets okay. People think it's okay. It's not one of the things they mention a lot. That's what I've Right, heard. okay. Okay. And I, I'm mentioning it mainly because it does oh, okay. not exist at okay. land. But also, it is a, it's taking advantage of modern technology. You can tweet your questions ahead of time. And it's a really neat interactive experience it's very distinct uh also so we have the magic kingdom has had some recent expansions some add-ons such as the seven dwarfs mine train that opened in 2014 i have not been recently enough to ride it so i'm at it but i the reviews have been extremely positive and it seems like a really really cool attraction well done well made and it's an interactive queue so while Q is the fancy Disney term for line, line. and by the way, you, the Brits. you can you can uh, tweet us at uh, world or land hashtag world hashtag or, or land. land or if you yeah, have any chime other, in, let us right. know or hashtag you the have Disney a click as well. So I, I want you guys to participate in in saying how wrong you feel Briars is about this. So. Or you know, if you were going to win a free a free four day pass. Would you would you rather win a free trip to Disney World or Disneyland? I think most people would want. All World. right, get, I'm sorry, I changed the subject briefly there. Sorry, Go ahead. I had to make it. Sorry, I had to crush you so quickly. Um, so then I'll you know there's so many parks, so I'll try to make I'll try to be brief. I apologize. It's just such a big it's the world, you know, Disney World. Um, Epcot in the Epcot Park, there's a Frozen ride coming, which I think will be you know I think it'll be great. It's Taking advantage Cause, of cause that I'm sure Because I'm sure the parents haven't had enough of Frozen at this point when it's finally ready next year and, you know, several years after the movies. They haven't hear, heard Let It Go enough. Just, it's now part of yeah, the... I agree. It's now in the Disney, you know, it's risen to the top and I think it's right. neat that it's being honored okay. with a ride. I think it's earned its place okay. to have a ride. All right. And it's replacing a... The mouse room. An, an right, older, right. older ride. Um, you have Spaceship Earth, the symbol of Epcot, and they've updated that ride it's really fun, really interactive. You get to choose your role in your spaceship. You answer questions throughout the ride, really taking advantage of, again, modern technology. Test Track, it's a really great ride. Uh, get your fix if you can't do Radiator Springs. Um, and Mission Space is a terrifying ride. And the, the only one to have, um, the only one to have uh, bags for if you get sick 
it's that intense. So those people, for people out there that say Disney's for kids, it doesn't have any thrill rides, go try some Mission Space. And the, the orange is it the orange side that's the more intense one. There's two different right. sides. Right, and that was in, that was added after they yeah. had so many problems. Right. Yeah, I believe the orange is okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so those are so those are some some rides. What you also are going to mention, I'm sure Everest. You haven't gone to Animal. I Kingdom. haven't even gone to that. Right. Sorry. Okay. okay. So I apologize. I, I'm giving I you your can't... time because because I'm ready to to give it to you. You know why. You yeah. tell me the four rides that, that they don't okay. Right. At Hollywood Studios, I'll try again try to be brief. The great movie ride is a classic and so so well. You have to admit, yeah. you have to, no, it is a wonderful okay. ride. I wouldn't put it up against the best of, of I rides. Would, for people that want to come out to Hollywood, go to Disney Hollywood Studios. That Grommens is cleaner, less crowded, and looks just like the real thing. Seriously. The first time I came to Hollywood, California, I was like, I really could just go back to Disney World, and it's it's even better. And okay, the ride right, is well, the ride is great. I don't feel you're strengthening your case very much with this one, but but go ahead, okay. go on. Okay, uh, Toy Story Midway Mania, which is at Disneyland, but it the it's a little it seems a little crisper, cleaner, and um, it has the fast pass option, which sounds like a small deal, but it's a huge deal, I think, because at Disneyland, the line is always so long for that. I by mean, by, this by needs long, to be wait, by long you mean maybe hour. 40, 40 minutes at Disneyland. But always, even on non-crowded. Uh, how long days, is it? How long is it at uh, Disney Studios if you don't have a fast pass? I don't know because I got a fast pass. Uh, about an Just hour and a half to it. two hours minimum no, usually. Oh no, yeah. Yeah. no, yeah, no. I think they're probably. I'd say they're comparable because the parks are not nope. going to be. Nope. No, I'm, I'm I'm flagging you on this one. Well, we're it's usually to... a lot longer than than 40 minutes. Well, I feel like it's longer at land. I've, ne I've that line just never lets up. Okay. It needs a fast pass. Briars. But I never have I to wait. It can I be as long. It could be a opinion, three hour line. But... It could be Soren style. Doesn't matter because okay. I can fast pass it. The Indiana Jones stunt spectacular is so much fun. Is a really really great show. Um, I haven't even brought up. The shows, I haven't, you know, there's so many, there's so many good ones. And I think Disney World definitely takes the the prize on the show side. They have more space. They have, they have just the ability, the capacity to put on bigger and better shows. Right. The Look, Lion King. I, I'm going to, I need to, I'm going to cut you off. Because okay. I, I feel like I need to jump, jump in here if, if I may. And you can go back to the few things yeah, that you didn't no, get to. The, oh, I, oh, I'm like halfway there. <laughs> only have, well, then I better. That you, yeah, you get can, on in let there. Me, no, let me, come let me, on in. I feel like it's, you're, you're gaining an unfair advantage here by. Okay, good luck. So, so let me just talk about the rides that are better at Disneyland than at World. Pirates of the Caribbean, Space Mountain, Fantasmic, Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters because they have a removable laser gun, Big Thunder Mountain because it's updated. It's a small world. Those are the sh those are the rides that Disney World has that Disneyland have have pretty. I mean, and this is an opinion. This is an opinion. I think so. I I prefer just the one, the biggest one that jumps to mind, Space Mountain at Disney World. Oh, the single file, and they have made it just as dark. I don't know when was the There's last time no, you did it. There, it is so much smoother. They have the soundtrack in the. I just no. I, every, I, it is Dis your opinion. I disagree. But I disagree. But it's okay. But... That's fair. I'll okay. give you those rides. Okay. How many rides was that? Uh, I don't five? know. Six I or seven? Okay. Five. That's one, two, great. three, four, five. That's less than one six, park. Seven. That's seven. nothing. Okay. That's a drop in the hat for well, one. There are so many other rides you can experience right, I, 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 that, that are much better 
and wealth. I have not even gotten well, to let me, let me, so many other I understand. Rides, but that's I understand, great. But, but I, I'll give you those. You have 50 million acres at Disneyland. We have far, far less. We also have Radio Springs Racers, Matterhorn, California Screaming, uh, Screamin', excuse me, Indiana Jones Adventure, Temple of Forbidden Eye. All really good rides. Those are wonderful. I love really all of rides. those rides. I, I will say Matterhorn is a little overrated. I think there's more of a nostalgia. Mm-hmm. It was kind of an original ride. Okay. Not that great of a ride. Fair enough. But the other three are great rides. Those are three wonderful rides. Is it enough to just not go to all that world has to offer? Right. Well, no. Let me also point out that in the four four parks that Disney World has versus not the two parks. Not including, sorry, the two water parks. Well, I, the water parks, I, you can include that that's, that's They're fine. They're still but very enjoyable and they still fine. can enhance that's your family's fine. But, experience. But a water park isn't it's for everybody. Day. Okay, but the four parks versus the two parks in Disneyland, there are almost the same amount of attractions in the parks. Almost in both equal. The Disney World has a few more overall, but considering there are four parks, once again, versus two parks, it's pretty You're just going off. I think if you counted every single attraction and and show an experience it's a lot closer than you think it's a lot closer than you think i didn't i didn't do that Count exact mm-hmm. thing right now i just i i know and and maybe that's something i'll go and do in mm-hmm. the coming weeks or months because i still feel you can go to land disneyland for a day or two and really and get well, it done and you need you need a lot more time at world which is there's a there's a lot more yeah a lot immersion. more time to travel from from park to park that's one of the reasons no it's actually i think it's very easy to get between the parks very oh. easy i've done we'll, all we'll, four we'll, in one day once. we'll get True we'll get to story. that a little bit when well, we talk about i the do want to say yeah. To, okay yeah well, when we get to layout yeah. i have yeah. some thoughts shocking so, um i would also point out that aladdin at disney california adventure is probably the best show in all of the in all in all six parks the Aladdin oh, show, the California Adventure. Disagree. You like Lion King? Yeah, or I think Lion feeling? King. I think Phantasmic is much oh, stronger well, at Hollywood Fan- Studios. Fan- it has its own. No. Yes. Phantasmic, oh, Phantasmic, it Phantasmic feels crammed like, into the Phantasmic park. Phantasmic is just folded into the park. It's so intimate. Oh, no. And it feels cool. stuffed it's, and crowded. Yeah. It, it's, it's its own. It's got its own setup tucked up on the hill yeah, with it feels much, stadium seating. It feels much more uh, sterile to me when you're in the stadium. Look, it's nice oh, to have no, the you're seats. You're crammed. It's all nice the rides to have are happening I around you. I agree. It's nice to have the seats while you're waiting. But no, when the show starts in Disneyland. Atlanta is the worst. I use Phantasmic if I'm going to be real for a second. I use Phantasmic as a chance to get on rides because everyone's seeing the show. Right, so right. you're freed up to get on shorter line rides. I, I would I would argue the comfort, I agree, is is better to have a seat that you have it. But at, it feels it's pitch black because it's tucked away at the corner of the park. So it's a, it's yeah, a much it's, more, it's just a I, be, uh, much better. I hate better. to keep on using the word sterile, but it's so much folded into where you are. You feel like you're there and sucked in where... At Disney Studios, you're kind you of... You feel like they ran out of space, and they're like, eh, we'll, well put it on this. We'll put it... Here's a body of water. Let's do Phantasmic. Waltz Park. Waltz Park. Just just saying. Um, that's, that's World working. is still Waltz Park. It's like having... A, it's just a second child. It's a little bit younger, a little showier. There are two children. They're both Waltz. Okay. You don't win that argument. Because if Walt had nothing to do with World, I would give it to you, but he was very involved with World. Okay. So, I, I will also sorry, point Rick. out... I will also... I'm not, I'm not agreeing with you, but for sake of time, I'm moving on. Okay. But oh, I will. I, I will also. Well, no. I, I want. To throw I, in. I wanted to. Throw, I want to throw in the new parades, the paint the night, sensational, the new fireworks for the 60th anniversary. These are anniversary. for the 60th. But they're going to so be. They're going to be there for a long time. They is count. That, that's guaranteed. I, they 
Did you, you get did you, you get think, a quote I on you, that? I'll bet you right now that a year from now they'll still be here. Okay. And they are well done, but give, you know, all all it takes is a solid anniversary at World and they'll step up and, and change things as well. But they mm-hmm. still have We're not talking we're talking about what we're talking about they where they are a, now. Great parade and amazing fireworks. A newer show. parade. I can't remember the name, but they have a newer parade mm-hmm. now. But they do. But uh, but we're talking so about we where a, it is now. Right. I, I do think that in in a few years' time, we could be talk. This could be a different different debate between us. Yeah, it'll um, be even stronger for world, which is amazing. <laughs> uh, we well, I just want to. You had you had mentioned um, California Screamin'. Yes. And that is one of my favorite rides at all of Disneyland. But I think if you know we're talking, we're comparing. Rock and Roller Coaster is going to bring the equivalent to that, but it's even better. It's got the element of being entirely in the dark and inside, same upside down roller coaster element. And it's got an, a wonderful theme with Aerosmith, great intro video that, you know, frankly, California Screamin's just outdoors. It kind of starts and it's kind of a really plain cue. So I, I, I definitely give it to Rock I, and Roller Coaster. I, I prefer Rock and Roller Coaster yeah, too. I'm going to give you that one. That, that's you. a great, that's Thank a great you. ride. So. Okay, and you, you, thank you. Yeah. I'll give and you then, that. I'll give you a couple things. Animal Kingdom. I mean, Animal Kingdom, you've got, I, I love the dinosaur ride. Some people think it's a little dated. I think it might be being updated or replaced, which which is fine. But there's also uh, the Kali River Rapids, which is going to, you know. Be, not not as good as Grizzly River Rapids in California Adventure. I feel like it's a just as, you know, long and I think it I think it's just as good. I think that I give I tie them. I don't. Yeah, I don't no, get the I, I like, edge I like either. And uh, can you go on? No offense to Disneyland. Can you go to Africa and back in a day and go on a Kilimanjaro safari? That's that's hard. To, it's an incredible ride. You literally, you know, you're in Orlando, Florida, and seeing giraffes, alligators, lions. Lot. It's a well done, Look, there, well done ride. There's there's a lot of advantages to having all that land and having four different parks because you set up a lot of different atmospheres exactly. and environments. But and I don't want to keep. I'm going to keep on going Nostalgia. back to this. No, 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 not the, not Wealth nostalgia Park. this time. You have to the time it takes you to travel from park to park. I, I would keep on going back to this. It is so you just walk. I'm getting into the. You know what? Right. We're gonna we're gonna get to this later. Okay. I'm, I'm not gonna. This now. Can we move on to dining? Oh, or? I just want to okay. just want to close out with okay. one more exceptional sure. ride sure. that I think is going to seal the deal Everest. and give it Expedition Everest. I, I love Everest. It is. Lo- I mean, it is an amazing roller coaster. It's backwards. It's so. It's just. It's well themed. So well themed. Again, the queue. It's so. It they you know they took full advantage of the space and right. that part of the park. It is it, it, visually. I mean, I I would if you know equate it to Matterhorn. It's they have the similar. It doesn't almost, but it, it is. It doesn't. It doesn't ruin the ride. But I have two words for you: Disco Yeti. The Yeti hasn't worked for ages, so they just have the Yeti in a figure with a strobe light flashing on. I don't him. know when you because I yeah I didn't get I didn't. Oh, it's get been that like that all. for for years. Oh. It's just it's just it's not moving. It just flashes on the oh, I Yeti, never felt and that. it doesn't Maybe make or break I was the so ride. Terrified being on this amazing <laughs> roller coaster that it, I didn't notice. It that doesn't the Yeti make or break the ride, but, but I will point out it seemed that seemed fine to me. I will point out that that Disneyland wouldn't let that stand for this long. It, it, they've had broken elements, but they fix it a lot quicker. The care in Disneyland is so much greater than Disney World, and that might be virtue of the size. Of Disney World, it's hard to get to everything. I will but say, though, 
and I haven't been to World as much recently, but Land has a lot of shutdowns, and I do not remember it being as. I mean, they are maybe they're that's that care you're talking about, but every time I'm every time I'm going there, they have a lot of things shut down to the point that it's fine because I'm a I'm a season pass holder. But if I wasn't, I've had moments where I'm like, whoa, if this was the day I chose to spend money and bring my family, this could backfire. Whereas if you're at World with your family and a ride is shut down, you can you can go to other I, parks and I, there's so many attractions. You I think you avoid options. You avoid Disneyland in, in the wintertime and that's when they're doing a lot of the refurbishments. That's the best time down. to go. Well, it's, it's, well, that's perhaps part why. Yes. If you avoid but even you in know, the January, summer, February, they, March, they shut down into April. Pirates regularly uh, but it it's one two three it's there's space always is shut down a fair amount no yes no mm-hmm. the last i want to see I've i want to see facts we're gonna have a follow-up episode on some of these the last time facts. i've been there i've been i've gotten to the front of the line two or three times and it's shut down well you're talking about you're talking about brief shutdowns where it resumes later that day yeah right okay well that's that some, happens everywhere brief. that's different than leaving parts not working okay i'm talking yeah. about Parts not working, and I, but I don't feel, I don't feel that there's an out and out difference between the two. I don't feel like I go to work right. and like everything is broken here. I feel like they do just as well of maintenance. Splash, Splash Mountain. I think they they fix it up recently in uh, Walt Disney World, but it, for a long time Splash Mountain had a Which, hard time with animatronics in in Walt Disney World more so than Disneyland. Is a I think I that version is a little longer. And I really, oh, you didn't even mention I gave you more. I I, I like Splash Mountain. I didn't mention Splash because there's two of them. Right, but it is a little oh, better. It's, it's I, I like it a little bit better at, at World. Disney World too. Yes. So I'm, yeah. See, I'm I'm fair and balanced. I right, can admit and I, I I've, I've admitted rides I like. Like what? What's a ride you admitted you liked better at? Uh, I at gave Disneyland? you I gave you the ones you mentioned. I I agree. Um, car, I will give you Cars Land. Cars Land is oh, I mean, incredible. Radio Springs Racers is. I haven't been to the new test track version. I will say, but mm-hmm. but Radio Springs is one of the best. Oh, rides and I'll out give there. it to you. And, right. and Cars but Land it is one is ride. Really yeah, yeah. I, I you mean, you can't make your whole decision between two parts. Right, and I'm surprised you didn't. You didn't. Well. I'm gonna save this for later. Let's move on to dining because we could talk for hours and yeah. hours on this. So Ooh, let's let's okay. let's go on to dining. Dining. Yeah. Go ahead. What what? Okay. So again, there's there's so many. So I just kind of tried to pick pick the key key restaurants, key dining experiences. So the main one that's most exciting that again is new and just opened is the Be Our Guest restaurant in Magic Kingdom in the Fantasyland expansion. And it's uh, I haven't been, so this is where I'm at a disadvantage. But I've been able to to look and see how the the reviews are and see what the experience is like. And it seems really cool. You go inside the castle, and they they take you in, and you really get to experience Beauty and the Beast, a classic, great Disney film. Um, and they have quick service or table service available, so you can do a nice sit down dinner there, or you know you're in a rush, you just want to get through, get the family through. You can do the the quicker option so that's great that it has both the nine dragons restaurant in epcot in the china pavilion is beautiful you know you've got authentic chinese food last time i was there i, I ate there and it was it was it's good good, good, for, theme good for theme park the, great uh-huh. view of the fireworks show mm-hmm. i think it's a really yeah. a really solid restaurant and epcot i could spend yeah, all I, I mean epcot has so that's it's the dining i would give it the dining part i'm, I'm so gonna many options i'm gonna make my case here in a minute but i will i will tip my hat to you in the fact that especially if you take into account the resorts resort restaurants uh, oh, there's so, there's I, so the, many. Right. Yeah. I, I I tend to think that Epcot aside, Epcot aside, I'll take the 
the food in Disneyland over the parks in Disney World. Uh, Epcot being the exception. And once you put in the, the lodging, I think there's a strong case for the food being better uh, at Disney World, at least having more options. So I, I will say that. Can I can I say a few things before go, you? Yeah, go for okay, it. Okay, because now that I've, I've you know, given the olive, olive branch for, for a moment oh, here. Um, thank you. The, uh, I'd argue, as I said, that the food is better in Disneyland, in the parks. Um, Paradise Garden Grill. Uh, the Cove Bar with their lobster nachos, uh, all at uh, Disney California Adventure. We also have the French Market Restaurant, Plaza Inn. Uh, that's at Disneyland. And let's go back to Disney California Adventure, Pacific Wharf area that has the Boudin Bakery and, and you know the Mexican place and the Chinese food place, Carthay Circle, uh, Club 33, Flo's V8 Cafe, the wine the, what is it, the wine, the wine country tutoria, uh, that's in the park. You go outside of the park, you have um, Napa Rose, Ralph Brennan's Jazz, Jazz Kitchen, Naples, uh, Tortilla Joe's, Steakhouse 55, Goofy's Kitchen. Tr- okay, okay. You know, there's, so you've there's got a lot, lot to list. There's, there's a lot, and it's all, it's all right there. I, I'm right. not saying that we compete with the options that you have because you you do have more options but what we have especially in the park especially in california adventure i will take any day over anything in the parks at disney world with the exception of maybe some of the the epcot restaurants okay and i'm not trying to make the argument more is more is better i think disney world really has some excellent restaurants and within each park i think there are at least one or two that are Definitely, you can go to, and you're going to be really satisfied. A lot of the ones you were listing, I will give you. I'm not see. I'm not a fan. The casual dining at Disneyland, I'm not impre- impressed with. I'm, what's, what's an example? Like Flo's V8 Cafe. Mm-hmm, yeah, they changed the menu. I was disappointed. They changed the menu a year or two ago. It used to be kind of platters of meat with mashed potatoes, and now it's a little bit more standard fare, and that was very disappointing. But I, that's but, something know. I'm judge. I'm harsh on, across. Okay. The, that's something I'm very. You you. It's the fine dining is where I think Disney does do what it's a, it's a splurge. It's an expense. One of the best meals I ever had was at Victorian Albert's years and years ago uh, in the um, I'm forgetting the name of the the real fancy hotel at Disney World now. Um, not oh, um, Coronado. Uh, what is it? Not Boy, Coronado Boy. Springs. Yeah. No, it's, it's the really nice one. Right next to I, Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, oh, gosh, oh, I know. This now is I'm terrible. Thinking, Reverend gets married. <laughs> but I, at Victoria, the white Albert, one. <laughs> Victoria, it looks like uh, uh, it's pat, it's after the Coronado Inn on oh Coronado in San Diego. Um, but I, I, we had a wonderful meal at Victoria and Alberts years and years and years ago. It was a special uh, meal, and it was one of the best meals I've ever had. So I will give that a, a big thumbs up to, to Disney World. Mm-hmm. They have those special things that you know Napa Rose. I hear I haven't been to Napa Rose, but People rave about it, but I don't think it's quite the special level that Victorian Alberts is. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have Mama Melrose's Restaurant Italiano in eh. the Hollywood Studios. It's really well done. Theme, theme-wise, yes. The food, but is, food. the food is very good. It I don't think okay. there's... I think it's great. Okay. Um, also, to up the ante of food, they have a new Asian restaurant, Morimoto Asia, coming this year within the next few months. It's um, Chef Masaharu Morimoto. Former Iron, Iron Chef. That. Yes, Iron Chef America. And he has a lot of restaurants around the country. To, and this will be know. located at the new Disney Springs, mm-hmm. which we might get to discussing a new expansion. I mean, they're always finding ways to not just expand out, but I think 
improve from within. And that's what they're doing with Hollywood Studios. They're really taking the space they've got and not just trying to make it bigger and bigger and bigger, but really make it everything, every space counts. Right. And um, I I mean, I, I am not, except for, I will give Blue Bayou is excellent and Carthay Circle. Those are my, my go-tos at Disneyland. Outside of that, I don't think they have a lot, but that's, I'm critical of, of Disneyland well, theme park food, food is theme park it's food. Tough. Disney, Disneyland they, does it I mean, better oh, than than, than, than Universal. Most. I mean, don't <laughs> Six Flags. I mean, might as well Dis- be dining with kings. Disney Disney does it well, and I've had some very good some very good restaurant, some very good meals at the Disney parks. It's definitely uh, I a really, splurt for the really good stuff. Yeah, you're gonna I, be paying yeah, money, I, I will, more money. I, as I as I but stated, it's I will. Worth it. Yeah, I will take the Disney park inside the park restaurant. I'll take Disneyland outside of the park. I, I can. I can concede a little bit more to to Disney World because mm-hmm. I just think they have right. more more options. So, um, lodging now this is this is this is a tough one because Disneyland has three hotels uh, and a lot of good neighbor hotels. Disney World has they, fifty million. They ha- yeah, they, that's and I, I it's not even they have the dolphin and the swan now, so that you have that as a mark against you, the dolphin and the swan because they're so. What's wrong with them they're to you? Just. Kind of ugly and not Disney-like, well, I and, I, and I don't even think I don't think of them as. But I mean, they're, they are on the property. They're so far out, though. They're, I, I mean, th- a lot. A lot of them are far out. I, I mean. think those, though, are really more uh, conventions for people, you know, doctors and lawyers attending medical conventions are going to go there. So I don't. I don't think families are often choosing that. But there, yeah, there's just so there's so many accommodations. What's great is at World. You really have options to fit any family's financial needs. There's really every level is so. If you want to, if you've got money to just throw away, you can. And if you want to, you know, stay on a budget but still be on the Disney property, which really enhances the experience. I, I remember remember as a child just loving like that the shampoo bottles were Mickey and and they would you know the sheets and they would roll up your towels and do special things at. Disneyland, there are three hotels. I think they're all they're all fine. Grand Californian is wonderful, but they're all very expensive. So it's it's very it's doesn't leave you a lot of options if you're a family looking, you know. Yes, for, I, I I can't win. I can't win on expense. I think it's I understand. Well, it's California. It's what it is. It's I, a space I, issue. The, the California hotels buy, are very expensive. They need to buy the, that strip. But, in. E- but even if they did that, they would still. California is more expensive than Florida. They would still charge mm-hmm. a premium on the on the rooms. I, I but do. Maybe they could build some like the um the the ones that are themed after music and sports and right. television kind but of even but even those those like all stars at the, the all florida stars, has the all stars. they would they would still probably be like 250 300 dollars mm-hmm. a night yeah. in, in california right so well it's the space it's just how small yeah Disneyland absolutely the, the the hotel we were it's talking about earlier fault, where, where victorian alberts was on by the way was disney's grand floridian resort and spa grand i can't believe floridian. it's a beautiful hotel it's the main event yeah i can't believe married. i forgot yeah. that and but, the monorail goes yes right yeah it. so I'm sure you you have something to say about that beautiful hotel among the Polynesian as well. I mean, uh, yeah, they're just they they're all so so well done. They're, again, they can be they can be pricey, but they're each their own incredible experience. Yeah, the Polynesian haven't stayed there, but we've done the luau there. That's the first place I stayed when I went to Disney World as a kid. So I have a very soft spot in my heart for the Polynesian. I, I love the Polynesian. I haven't stayed there since, mind you, but I've been there. It is, and yeah, it's a great. I, I will, I, I will say, 
that this is the one area of this Disney World versus Disneyland. Once again, uh, tweet us, hashtag Disney, it's world, world versus land. Um, hashtag world versus, or land. Oh, sorry, world or land. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, this is the one part where Disneyland has a hard time standing up to Disney World. The, the, the hotels and the options are so numerous mm-hmm. and so well-themed. Yeah, I mean, and and you, you really can, because of that, and the pools, you really can go to Disney World for a, a long period of time. I mean, I mm-hmm. think you can go to Disneyland, especially if you've never been there, easily for four or five days right now. Right. But Disney World is a resort, has a lot of other options outside of the um, the parks. And one of those reasons that the resorts are, are wonderful mm-hmm. and great options and not too expensive. So- and this is jumping on transportation a little, but um, or the layout. But one of my biggest things about World that I love is how if you go there as a child or you know with your family – because this is an advantage, it's, it is large and they own so much property that you might say, oh, it makes it tough to get between the parks. But it really feels that you, you've you left normal civilization behind. You know, there are no McDonald's. There are no – nothing that's going to tell you you're in America or anything. It's all right. a full immersion. And it's really neat that right. you're – everywhere you go, you can drive for a few miles. Well, well, since they you, can fit a marathon. Since you, since you jumped into – Okay. Uh, parks and lay of the land. I, the, I have, I have mm-hmm. a big. Uh, Disneyland gets big, big checks over Disney World. The transportation system, although the monorail is cool, and I love getting on that monorail and going from Epcot to it's Disneyland to the Polynesian. Amazing how it goes that's, through the Polynesian. That's great, but it's an, a really cool like factor. Right. It but, adds but an if element. You, if you only have a handful of days there, and you really want to experience multiple parks, and you're with the kids, younger kids especially. It really is a bear to get to park to park. I, and in that weather, when it's really hot, it really is I think really it depends not, on, I mean, you just need to be, just have have some knowledge ahead of time. It's uh, yeah, really not you, that hard. Yeah, it is It's it as is much hard. as getting it's, on, it's, I mean, it is It's nice. a lot harder than there Disneyland. There are two parks and you can walk between them. Hallelujah. That's great. It's, that's huge. That that's is, better, than, better nice. than great. It's huge. But you can't fault the fact they couldn't have set these parks Right next to each other within walking distance, and well, they they, back- they they could have. They just wanted the land to create different things. They yeah, had so that, that option so, at well, Disney so World. So they could expand. So that they could expand I the understand. parks, it, and it, they're doing it. I mean, you've got Avatar Land coming. They were able to add Fantasyland. Right. It's planning, and it makes it, it makes it is, sense. It is what it is, and it, but it's it, fun too as a child or as anyone to. I, you, it's you're going between. You know, you get on the monorail and you travel to this other when, park. When the my, parks feel a lot. Bigger and like you're entering these different worlds. My daughter, lands. my daughter was five when we went to it, and although she had a great time at Disney World, you ask her if she likes the walking and all the transportation stuff at Disney World versus Disneyland, and she was tired. It wasn't as much fun. That part of it, after a while, wasn't as much fun mm-hmm. for her. The parents, us as parents, were exhausted mm-hmm. from that sort of thing. I, there, I think it it's all a part of the fact that you are surrounded and encompassing Disney mm-hmm. at Disney World, which is great, but it comes at a cost. And that cost is to get to park to park. You're at Hollywood Studios and okay, great. We've done the three rides here. We're done. There now are we more spend, than three we, rides we at spend, Hollywood Studios. Spend, Don't listen to, to Rick. Spend, He's crazy. We have to spend an hour getting to whatever park we're oh, going to go to. Not an hour. Or going not back to the hotel. Not an hour. I think that's an over-exaggeration. Well, I, a, it, it can be tough. It, not an hour. It's not that much You're not driving to Fort Lauderdale. You're driving. You're you're getting on a very accessible bus. They the the buses between and then the monorail gets you between Epcot and Magic Kingdom, and that is a five to ten minute ride. 
and it is it has its if, own if you happen to be at the smell there's sense memory but if there's you're so at, much. but if you're at a park if you're at a, a resort that's not attached to the monorail you have to take a bus to the monorail station the monorail station so mm-hmm. yeah so but it's, it's still it shouldn't take you an hour you're right. doing something right. you gotta you're doing know. something wrong i, I would i would but make i'll let you talk you need it you need more floor time i would just make the case that especially if you have young kids Disneyland is way better in that respect. If you have, okay, and I'll give, if, if you have children five and under to go back to your daughter's age when you went and felt that world was a little much, five and under and you only have a few days, I would I would also say go to land, keep it with those kids or get babysitters for them and just the adults go crazy and go to world. But once once all the children are five and up, world is will blow their minds. It's so much more... It's it's just such an immersive experience. And I, I remember as a child going there and, and falling asleep after like two or three days and we hadn't been to every park yet. There was still more to explore. And that felt really cool, being falling asleep and being like, oh, tomorrow's Magic Kingdom or or we haven't been to Animal Kingdom. And that was really – that's something you can't get. I mean, you Disneyland is great, but you kind of get there and you've, you've seen most of it within a few hours you've seen what there is to see and it is i love disneyland i don't want that to i don't want that to be missed i agree i agree with you that i agree with you that that seven that seven days uh is better for disney world Mm -hmm. if you have time but world but seven days in the disneyland area you also have los angeles area and you there's a lot of other interesting sites to see oh interesting Pulling Florida. the city. I'm just saying. I mean, meeting L.A. on your side. I'm uh, just saying. Just Go to saying. the Hollywood Bowl while you're at it. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would agree. But at um, in Orlando, you can go to. <laughs> but I don't want to say Universal. You don't need to go to Universal. You World will keep you busy and satisfied for seven days, and the, you'll still be left wanting more. Okay. Well, this is not this a is, debate. This is not a debate hmm, that's going to. I think it's we a both. Discussion. We both. Love and appreciate both, both parks, absolutely. and they have w- a different. They have a different value in, in different places. Yes, but it's it, you know. But I think we can call we can call Disneyland truce, the winner this I time. Was, uh, no, okay, <laughs> I was about to call a truce, and then you go and like backhand me. No, I I would say weigh weigh out the ages of your children, your finances, um, how many days you have. If you have the time, though, and planning ahead, looking to the future. You need to go to World in right. your in your lifetime. Right. Okay. You need to go to Disney World. All right. Walt's dream. It's what he wanted for children. To be continued at some point. TBC. Okay. That is our episode this week. Thank you so much for listening. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Disney Click. And you can also follow our, our Instagram at the Disney Click. And if you want to join in on the conversation, you can uh, tweet us using the hashtag Top5DisneyClick to share your top five favorite Pixar characters this week. And also, we, we would love to know if you prefer land or world. And be sure to use the hashtag world or land. It's been fun. It has. Right, we'll see you next time. Take care. The Disney Click is a Meltdown Presents production. Produced by Terry Luberoff and Mason Booker. Audio engineer, the miracle worker, Mason Booker. With your hosts, Rick Luberoff and Briars Newman. Our theme song, King of the Swingers, is performed by the Swing Ninjas and provided by freemusicarchive.org. Jazzy Frenchie is our break music and can be found on binsound.com. End credit music, Dill Pickles, is performed by the Heftone Banjo Orchestra 
and provided by freemusicarchive.org. Don't forget to tweet us at the Disney Click. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Disney Click. Use the hashtag Top5DisneyClick to share your own Top 5.